Welcome to Milo Talks, a new edition where I talk to people on the phone because safety first. Thanks for taking my call. Well, I'm delighted to take your call. And hopefully this time I won't lose the recording. Yeah. Yeah, I was broken hearted. Were you broken hearted? (laughs) All that information you shared, just gone. Just gone. Yep. That's okay. So tonight I have a very important question brought on by an interview I did um, a few nights ago. I'm still working, putting that podcast kind of together, missing some elements. And it really had me thinking about words and the words that hurt us and um, having some conversations with some friends today. So my question to you is, do you remember the, the cruelest words that were spoken to you? Um, actually, no. I don't think I do. I, I remember words that um, made me really sad, but I I don't. I guess I must have lived a sheltered life because I really um, did not have many people that were cruel to me that I can even recall. So I don't know if I've just dumped it; and it's not there anymore. Uh, but um, I, I don't remember cruel words. Is that unusual? Yes. And the reason that actually is impressive to me, one of two things, either one, you've dumped it, meaning it didn't, they didn't leave an impact on you enough to carry them. You didn't store it. You didn't wear it. You didn't identify with it. If they were spoken, if they were, Mm -hmm. if anybody, I I have, I mean, how did you go through your world without having one person to say you're dumb or you're, too tall or <laughs> whatever. So I, well, I do, I, I have one thought. Um, when I was working um, in the shipyard and was the program manager for the um, insurance claim against the shipyard, which was a billion dollar claim, um, I was basically negotiating with the adjusters for millions and millions of dollars worth of equipment that was damaged or destroyed. And in one of our shipyard meetings, my boss um, questioned my integrity in a number of words. And you know me, and integrity is like right up there on the top of my list of things that um, are really important to me. And so when he questioned that, it it totally uh, caught me by surprise. Totally caught me by surprise. Did he even say something like that to me? And so, um, you know, that stuck. In fact, I was thinking about that probably within the last two or three months. Really? um, About about that experience. And how long ago was that experience? That was probably in 2007 or 8. And what was it? Like, so how did you respond? He says, he says what he says to you. Right. You feel it in your gut, as we all do. Mm And what do you say? Do you stand up for yourself or do you, what do you do? What'd you do? I stood up. I stood up for myself. I totally stood up for myself and, and challenged him in front of the shipyard boss and his boss and my boss and everybody else. And how'd that go down? How'd and he, he, he backed down from that. He never, we never had a conversation outside of the conference room full of people about it, which I guess if it had been significant, it, he would have you know, pulled me aside because I was his direct report. But he didn't. So I, I don't know if it was the heat of the moment and his frustration with something that was going on or something that I had said or done to him. But um, 
that's that's one of the few things that that I do re- that did stick that I do remember. Why were you thinking about it a few months ago? Um, I, I guess I was just kind of I had talked with some folks from the shipyard, and so I was just reminiscing back through the folks that I absolutely loved and the folks that I didn't love quite so much. <laughs> okay. So do you think you stood up for yourself though? You stood up yes. for yourself. So it's not something you can even look back and say that you could have changed something or done something different. You were confronted by something that you didn't like or appreciate and you dealt with it right there on the spot. I did. And, and, because, and, and that's because the character trait of integrity is so significant to me. That's interesting. So, and the reason I think it's interesting is because I don't think that is a common reaction, which is what Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out with my, the rest of my calls I make tonight. I think you are going to be unique. I may be wrong. I have, I think about five more people I'm going to ask this question to. And I think most, I, in fact, let's, we could even make a wager, a wager if you want. <laughs> we can make this interesting. I think you standing up for yourself in a group setting, again, you are an adult at this point and you don't recall a childhood thing, but as Correct. adult, when we are attacked, I feel, and maybe this is just me. I feel we tend to shrink back. I feel we right. disengage. We just, we don't want to have the conflict and we walk away. So, right. And, and, and I, let me just piggyback by saying I am like totally a people pleaser. I hate confrontation, but that just struck an emotional chord in me that was so significant that I had, I, there was no choice in my mind, mm. but to, but to stand up to that comment. Okay. Well, let's see how many more people stand up. Yeah. That'd and be interesting. You wanna, are, we, are we placing a bet? Do you think people, do you feel like more people will be like, I think they're going to be, which is more like me. Uh, I shrink away. I don't, I don't like the conflict. I don't, you know, I don't stand up for myself. I just, just disengage. Or do you think people will stand up like you did? I I think more will be like you, but I don't think I'll be unique. I think you'll find at least one other person that says I stood up to it. Okay. I'll call you back. All right. All right. Thanks. See you. Okay. Bye. 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 Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. Did I catch you at a bad time? No. I'm just sitting here coloring. Great. So I'm recording (laughs) this conversation. Oh, yeah. And here's the question. Can you recall the cruelest words that were ever spoken to you? Yeah. An ex, um, I think out of uh, bitterness, said that I never... um, Please her in bed. How old were you when this happened? Oh, geez. I would have been early 30s. When you when she said that to you, what was your immediate response? What did you say? I don't think I said anything. I'm almost certain. Really? You I just, nothing. I mean, did you, okay. So you don't, I was you didn't have a comeback. You A, didn't no. insult her back. You didn't no. go to that level. Right. You just, because it's a huge blow, right? That's a huge blow to have someone, you're in this emotional, heated argument and someone just rips you to the core. Yes. It's a very hurtful thing to say. Yes. Devastating. Do you still carry it? No. Okay. So you've been able to let it go, put it down? 
Yes. Okay. Did you learn anything from that experience? From that? Fight? Um, yeah. I mean, never. Um, you know, say what you mean, mean what you say. So never, you know, walk away or go to bed angry at, at someone or or walk away angry at someone just because you never um, know what's going to happen in life. I mean, um, you know, you could in the heat of the moment. Yeah, you know, you're gonna people have a tendency to say things that they can't take back later. Was that a breakup conversation? Were you guys breaking up? Yeah. Was that the yes. last conversation you guys had? No, we were actually really good friends after that. Oh, you really? Yes. And then I met someone else. So did she um, ever apologize for saying what she said or justify it or take it back or no, you just never talked about it again. Yeah. Just never came up. Did you want to bring it up again? No. Really? No. I'm. I mean, it, there's no use in dwelling on it, and it's. it's I mean, um, yeah. It's. It's. You know, everything that happens happens for a reason. It brings us to where we are. So, 20 years ago, that being said, has. I'm now 47, and brought me into to where I'm at today. And I don't hold any ill intent towards any her or anyone. It's just, you know, I can, wherever I'm at, sit here and feel perfectly fine about myself and and uh, the bet I've made. So it's all good. Well, I think the biggest thing out of that is that you actually, even after the hurtful words, you were still able to maintain a friendship. And that's pretty great yeah i mean you yeah you spend 14 years with someone and you just i mean it's yeah and i would imagine you would knowing you the way i do i would say that you would probably never say something quite so hurtful to another person oh absolutely not no <laughs> no okay. like i said say what you mean to me what you say and definitely you know in the heat of the moment i don't i try not to um uh, to argue or escalate in the heat of the moment. Sometimes it's better to, to let it cool down. Um, you know, when you're, in, when you're in a moment, sometimes you can't see everything clearly. And so sometimes it's best to kind of step back and just let it cool down for a little bit and address it. I'm, I'm saying not, you know, don't go to bed mad or walk away mad or whatever. You just don't know what's going to happen. True. True. Well, thanks for answering my question. You're welcome. Okay, so I'm recording you. Okay. We had talked about when you were little, you remember the first cruel things that were said to you. Yes. Which was? A little girl called me ugly. And you showed me your picture, and I can assure you that you were not. How old were you? I think I was in probably six or seven. Grade? Or you were six yeah. or seven years old? Yeah, or first or second grade. I don't remember. Oh, okay. 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 About seven years old. And so, you know, it's possible she had a crush on you and this was her way of flirting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you hear what you hear. No, I know. I know. It's terrible. And here you are. You're about to turn 51 tomorrow. Happy early birthday. Yeah. Hey, let's tell everybody. 
<laughs> well, the point is how long how long it sat I'm, with you, right? Yes. To this oh, day, yeah. to this day, you still remember a little girl telling you that you're ugly. But you, and that was so long ago, and you're so much older now. You probably don't remember at all what you said back to her. No, and I don't think I said anything. You just you think you probably no. Yeah, I, that's pretty. Like, how do you handle that at seven? You just. It just hurts. Sure. So let's yeah. talk about an adult cruel thing. Have you had anyone say anything cruel to you as an adult? Wow. I'm sure I have, but I handle it completely different than when I was a kid. That's what I want to hear. Tell me an example of somebody who said something cruel and how did you handle it? There was this one. There was no reason. I was parked in the street making a delivery. I think it was a pizza oven. <laughs> and some guy drove by and says, learn how to park, asshole. <laughs> and what did you do? <laughs> I didn't have time to say anything, but you know, that, that's a good example, I guess. Sure. Okay. So how did, how did it make you feel? I laughed at it and didn't make me feel bad at all. I mean, you just could care less? Well, and I think, well, yeah, and I think that's the difference between things like that really don't bother me. It just bounces off me now at my age. Because there's a lot of situations. There's, yeah, there's a lot. You know, people will say something to me in person and, you know, I stand up for myself right away. You stand up for yourself right away? Have you instilled this in your children? Oh, yes. Yes. And do you think that you think it's working? Do they stand up for themselves? Or do they come home yes. saying such and such said this to me and I didn't say anything? No, I've raised them to stand up for themselves right away. To stand up with force or stand up with just assuredness? You know what I mean? If it, if, if it comes down to force, don't walk okay. away. Sorry, should I not have said that? <laughs> no, <it's right>. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean, no, it's, it's your parenting. It's fine. No, there's nothing wrong with that. You having, you know, raising your kids that way. I don't have children who I have no opinion. I don't get to say, have a vote, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't well, know sure what that's like. Do. I mean, I don't know what it's like to have a child who may be put in harm and say, yes. just turn the other cheek. Like I would probably be the parent to say, Oh, they did what? <laughs> right? So I don't know. Yes. I don't know. But I commend you on the fact that you can take an insult from a stranger, justified or not, and it doesn't it doesn't raise the alarm in your system that you don't respond equally angry or flip the guy off or cuz you would you have flipped him off had you had the time? No. No, okay. not at work. No. Even oh. on <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to keep my job. Right, but what if you had not been at work and some guy commented on your poor parking at the mall parking lot? It depends on my it it depends I I might just make a joke back at him to make him feel feel like it was a stupid comment. Let's go back to that little child though who got the insult. Mm -hmm. And is it interesting? It's interesting to me that you still Think about it. I mean, do you think about it or did you think about it because I asked the question? No. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that sticks, sticks with you because when someone calls you something, you believe that it's true. Do you believe that it's true? No, of course I don't. Not now, but it's, 
it's something that now now you're it, terribly it, it does it man. does affect your self esteem as a child. Yes, of growing course up, it does. of course it does. Yes, but as a grown man, you have put it down. It's you no longer hear that little girl telling you that you're ugly. No, but you do remember how it made you feel, even okay. to this day. Yeah. Do you go around now telling little girls that they're ugly? Yeah, anyone that looks like her. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. My question this evening is about cruelty. Uh-huh. Um started because I was having a conversation with some friends over the things we remember, uh-huh. you know, how those negative words fall on us and we just kind of they stick there like gum residue on the bottom of your shoe. Right. So I'm curious. We all have ours. Uh-huh. Well, most of us, not everyone, apparently, from all the conversations I've had thus far. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> um, Lucky. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what, Honestly, that's exactly how I thought when he said it. I'm like, uh, you're the luckiest person on the planet. Right. So again, I mean, I have so many. And again, those those <laughs> those cruel words or whatever situations may have gave you strength True. in a way. Or maybe he had cruel words and he didn't care enough to file them. Right, right. That that would be a good thing. <laughs> I mean, cruel, cruel to me may not be cruel to him. Right, right. He may have been he may have been bullied and didn't know he was being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible? I guess it is. Is it? I guess it is. Is it possible to like be, you know, just being terrorized and you go, those kids are funny. Right. <laughs> I, I think I've seen that happen. <laughs> no. Actually. Really? Yeah. Where some people, they just kind of blow it off. I don't know if it's real or not, though. I hope it's real. <laughs> I hope that there are people yeah. that just have a way of just, it's just, you know, water off a duck's back. Right, right. Never used that expression before. It's <laughs> my first time. <laughs> so, so being that you and I are not made uh, made of whatever that is, right? I, I know I know you well enough to know. No, you've been hurt, right? <laughs> you've been hurt, right? Do you remember? So, one of the cruelest things when 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 you say the cruelest, and I just thought, let me just go with whatever the first thing pops in my head because. That had to be bad, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, absolutely. And the first thing popped in my head was um, I was about 18. And um, I probably wore about a size. At one time, I wore size zero pants. And, uh, and uh, one, one to zero. <laughs> and sometimes the zero, I used to have to hem up on the side. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. And I don't know. I just had a high metabolism because I ate. You know, I like normal person, but I just never gained weight at that time. <laughs> okay, yeah. To be clear, yeah. at that time, yeah. I could eat anything I wanted. Right. Back in the day. <laughs> okay. Back in the day. So 50 years ago. Okay. So then what happened to you? So, so you're so here I am. thin young lady. Yeah. And um, I, me and my best friend were eating at Taco Bell. And a lady came by and she she stared at us and she said, you guys are unhappy. And I was like, what in the world does that mean? And and, and it sticks to me that, with me today that she told me that we were unhappy just because we were skinny. 
And how is would that she, what she meant? Uh, is that what she meant? I, I, apparently, I, that's the only thing I could see because we both were, you, were was thin. Your friend, so your friend's thin. Yeah. What city and state are you in at this time? Uh, Arizona. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a racial thing. This is a black woman it's speaking a black to, woman, to black girls. Very heavy black woman. Oh, so okay, that's why I related. I mean, I could, I didn't, I would never have asked her what she meant, but that's. Oh the, well, that's my next question. Yeah. What did you do? I didn't. I did. I was. I was very quiet at that time. Both of us were very quiet people, you know. So I would have never. And then, first of all, I would have never spoke back to an adult. In in any kind of you were raised well. Right, that's right. right. You were raised well. So right. I just kind of. I kind of. Well, it stuck with me. Because always, why did it stick with you? What was it that bothered you? It bothered me that at first it bothers me at that time anyway. If some if somebody made fun of an overweight person, and then I say, here I am underweight, and then you still get people still are cruel. You know, I'm like, well, where's where is the right place? (laughs) You know, I don't. They were. I don't know where the right place is. Yeah. So, but that's just it, right? Like, I guess that's what this is about for me. So. The person you are now, uh-huh. these, all these years later, the adult you are now, if you were still, let's say you could zap back uh-huh. into that body uh-huh. for a second, and that woman approaches you and says that to you with your mindset right now, mm. how would you handle it? <laughs> how, how would you handle it now? God, I, I, I wish I could, if I, if I, if I could have known how it affected me, I wish I could have tell her to never say something like that to someone not knowing their their condition. I could have had some kind of disease that kept me thin. And she would sure. not have known and it really hurt my feelings because she would not of that. Have known. Right. So I just think it wasn't like she said you were lovely, thin right. unhappy ladies. Right. No, you I mean the tone of voice is, <laughs> right. is and the and the demeanor, of course, you know when you're getting uh something yeah. somebody's oh, being no, rude. Absolutely. Somebody's being rude. So here's me. my question. Mm-hmm. Are you more disappointed that she said it? Or if, or does it stick with you because she said it or does it stick with you because you did not say something to stick up and defend mm. yourself at that time? Probably because I didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was polite, even yeah. if it was out of respect to say respectfully, excuse me, no, I'm actually a, a happy human being. Right. Thank you so much. For yeah. Your I wish Enjoy I was, your talk. I absolutely wish I was quick like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never quick like that. It's like six yeah. days later. I should have said this. Right. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I'm going to go back and say it now. Right. Late. If we could go back to say it now. And that is really where this conversation came from. Really? For me was I had a few conversations. I talk to people all the time. I don't know if you know this, but just talk to people. And so I find that we really talk about some interesting things. And for me, I remembered what someone had said to me and it wasn't actually even about me, Uh but I'm going to share it with you. I have not shared it yet. Uh So I'm going to tell you what it was. Okay. So I'm in my early Uh twenties, early mid twenties. I have a new boyfriend and I had just purchased a house. Mm. And as my first house in Colorado, I had become, I was adulting, man. I was in it. Right. Right. Yeah. Real job. Got in my car, got my, my house right. and uh, my pant, my family, my father and my grandmother. And I think even one or two of my uncles were coming to my house that I purchased for the very first time uh-huh. ever. Uh-huh. They'd never come to a place I lived. This was a very, this was a very 
monumental moment. Right, right. So this boyfriend was going to meet my family for the first time. <laughs> and and I said, I need to go get something for lunch for my family. And I remember sitting in the car with him and driving around this little dunk town that was little, little middle of nowhere. This is how I could afford the house in the first place. Right. Nowhere, Colorado. Uh-huh. And there wasn't really much open. It was a Sunday afternoon. And uh, he says to me, well, maybe you should get some watermelon and some chicken. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Guess what I did? What? Nothing. Right there? Nothing. Nothing. I froze inside. Uh-huh. I remember freezing and going, what? <laughs> and wanting to change the subject and... I'm sure maybe I said something, but in my head, because of I have like these minor strokes, I think that happen when I get really mad uh-huh. and my, my brain freezes and then I, I kind of black out. But I know I didn't respond like I should have responded, which was now uh-huh. as, I tur- as I'm about to turn 50 years old, uh-huh. I would have stopped the car and said, bye. Right. Right. So, or so maybe I, I would have taken him to his car. Like that, maybe. First of all, I go into denial. Like, that, yeah. I didn't hear that like I that. Didn't, I didn't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, right? I didn't really I, hear This that, is my new I? boyfriend. Yeah. This is my new boyfriend. <sighs> my new white, I hate to say it, but he was a white. I, I hate it to have to bring it up. Right. But it makes right. it in context. Right. My new white boyfriend about to meet my black father. Oh, God. Right. And, and, and to me, what was he thinking you were supposed to answer to that? I don't know, but here's the thing. This is where that whole, I'm just being funny. Uh-huh. That wasn't the last time that he made comments uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. So thankfully, uh, the the relationship did end soon. Uh-huh. Um, probably not even for any of those good reasons. <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it was based on something I did. I'm sure it was, I didn't, you know, I did something wrong. I'm sure of it. <laughs> But yes, and it's still like, so uh, what sticks with me is not the insult mm-hmm. he made to my family. It was my response. Right. That is something I've been trying to come back from uh-huh. since that day. Yes. 20 plus years ago. Wow. I am still trying to come back from that moment where I did not defend my family. Right. Or myself. Right. To this person who was supposedly, you know, I'm not going to say he loved me. I don't know if he got to the L word or not, but. <laughs> He, you know, he cared enough about me. He was meeting my family. Right. So, yes, that was my, uh, hmm. that was my moment. That was one of many. And, right. You know, right. If you want one to of many. one. <laughs> yeah, I picked that one because yeah. it came up today. But, yeah, no. So I, something, I, could, I wish I could go back. That relates to something I've been thinking a lot about lately. And that is that saying they're saying more often now is a, silence is mean you're complicit is that am i saying it right yes yeah yeah so that's why i said ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. if you let someone say that sentence like Mm -hmm. that then i don't say anything Ooh, i say it's okay 
Exactly. Right. We stand by it. Yeah. We stand by it with our silence. Yeah. So I was silent and I'm sure I probably tried to joke around it or I probably tried to tell him maybe it was a teachable moment, uh-huh. but I didn't, I know I, for a fact, I didn't break up with him right then. Right. Cause I know, I know he was there when my family showed up. <laughs> but, but do you think, so now that, now that you see it, say that like that, uh, do you think age has to do with it too? Sure. Age and confidence yes. and, uh, you know, we have now come into our own a little bit, right? Right. We also have very little to lose. We get, <laughs> you know, 30, 40, if we're lucky, 50 more years of this life. Right. And, and no one's going to take it from us at this point. Right. You don't get to say something that's going to rob me of my dignity, my happiness. Right, right. That's you don't it. get to be in my life anymore. Right. If, But it, look how long it took me. Right. Look how long it took me. Ooh, that's, oh yeah, it, it, and I don't know if you could teach someone that either. I don't know, but maybe this, maybe this right now, this conversation, uh-huh. maybe this is a teachable thing. Maybe this is how we do it. We talk about it, right, right, and it feels good talk to about, talk about it. It does feel good to talk about right. it. Like I've, I've been talking about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been recording these conversations all day. Wow, and I still, I feel pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty good. Thank you so much for taking my call. All right. And sharing I this enjoyed with me. it. I really Thanks appreciate for it. taking me out of my box. And the- <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Keep sewing. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. So thank you so much for being so spontaneous with this. And basically, it's just me asking a pretty, you know, deep personal question. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> And it's, and it's uh, I had sent it to you in a text, but it's basically like, do you remember, uh, you know, one of the cruelest things that was ever said to you? You know, I let a lot of stuff roll off my back, but the one thing that tremendously bothers me and still to this, to this day is the fact that I always have to defend my blackness because I have curly mixed girl hair. Even though I'm dark as hell, I always have to defend that. Like, what are you? Like, well, I'm I'm black. <laughs> and it's like it's continuous. It's like all the way from elementary all the way to adulthood. And it's not even from people that wouldn't have a clue. Like I would expect that from a white person, like, oh, what are you? But no, it's always the black people. Like, what what are you? I'm like, <laughs> black. <laughs> Exactly. Never. <laughs> but is it being said out of cruelty? You're taking it. You are. Tell me how you're taking those comments. Because I, I, I take anything as cruel. I, I, I take it as cruelty because I'm like, I'm a I'm a human. Number one. And B, what does it matter? So it is cruel to me to, to continue to have to defend like, no, I'm really am a black girl. I really am. So oh, why does your hair look like that? You are that? defending yeah. it. Like they challenge you on your blackness. Yes. Do and you, I'm like, I'm from the Northern region. So I don't, I guess, sound like a black girl either. I don't got a black girl name. <laughs> <It's just laughs> nothing. I have nothing going for me in the black field. No. So tell me <laughs> the way you respond to it now as an adult. How old are you? I'm 41. So as an adult at the young, young age of 41, are you responding to it differently now than you did when you were 16? I definitely. How did you respond to it back then? 
when I was 16, it was always a rumble. Always. Oh, oh you would actually get into a fight? Yes. Physical it, it fighting? Y- yes. <laughs> and I can tell you, like, 85% of any fight I got into it was because somebody asked me, like, well, what are you? And if I say, oh, I'm black, and what? Like, <gasps> they know the <laughs> and what part? And yes, the and oh. what. Oh. So what, what, what am I mixed with in order for my hair to look like that, for my eyes to be slanted? What are, what are you? So yeah, but 41 me now, I'm just still black. So because I don't have you in front of me, are you a hundred, are both your parents both black? No, my dad's black. My mom's Vietnamese. Okay. So, but you didn't want to tell them you were half Vietnamese? I didn't mind telling them. Like if it was a conversation where we were friends and like, oh, well, I would be like, well, hey, yeah, my dad's black. My mom's Vietnamese. But it was, what are you? The challenge. You didn't yeah. like the way they posed the question. No. It and really it wasn't their business you... anyway, really. No, I mean, not be, at all. Let's be clear. This you're you are not in the wrong. It's but it's a very interesting thing that somehow along the way it's been okay to say, I'm going to ask you what you are. What yes. are you? And it even I mean, I think I would have even accepted it differently if it was what ethnicity ethnicity are you or what are you mixed with? But what are you? Like what, what? it's a very strange question, and I I've yes. I've had it often. So other than yes. that, that's your biggest one. That's your sticking point. The challenge of you having to defend yourself of being, you can say you're black. I'm black, and they should just accept it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm extremely well. I'm not extremely. I'm I'm darker toned as well. So it's kind of like it's kind of a given. Right, and I'm <laughs> I'm actually very fair. Right. Right. But when I, yeah, but when I seen you, I knew you were black. Did you? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. (laughs) I mean, because it's, you know, okay. But here's the thing. It's really nice. This is going to sound so strange come out of my face, but I'm going to say it. It's really nice to be seen. (laughs) To To be identified and say, oh, well, thank you. Because, I honestly can say I've had an, I had an ex's um, mother, lovely human being. She was older, you know, fair. And she said to me, well, I don't even, I don't even see that you're black. I don't, I don't even think that you're black. (laughs) And I, she said it, she, her intention was not to upset me. That was not her intention. But there again, I found myself thinking, should I be defending my blackness to this poor, sweet, older woman? Yeah. Because she's not meaning it to be ugly. But that's another one of those moments where somebody says something and I froze. I froze. Yes, because you try to, you try, well, there's so many stereotypes, A, so you try not to respond in a stereotypical way. So you either don't respond or you respond and you hit or miss. It's going to be stereotypical. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I didn't stand up for myself. And so the kind of the context of this, these conversations has been as we get older, do we start to stand up for ourselves more or in a more, do we, do we address it? Whereas before when I was younger, I just went numb and quiet and just would kind of shrink away. You didn't. You fought. You're like, I will beat yeah. you. 
Yeah, and it was <laughs> terrible. It was <laughs> so now as an adult, you, you're no longer fighting. You're now having conversations. You're now you're now educating when it comes up. It it really depends on the situation. If it's somebody that I see that I would have a relationship with or somebody I would take into the future with, I would tell them like, hey, you know, you don't ask people, what are they? You know, there's right. a certain way, there's there's a certain certain, way to there's ask etiquette somebody. To it. There's an etiquette yeah. to it, right. But if it's just like, say I'm just at Walmart or whatever, and they're like, oh, what are you? Still black and just keep it going. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even flinch. I'm still black. And just to be very clear, you actually would get into battle. Yes. You would fight for this. Yes. Oh, wow. And, and as I, a grown-up yeah, now, no. you don't do that. No. No. <laughs> I don't know how many good ones I got left in me. <laughs> okay. Just, you know, just to be clear, that's not... Yes. I don't... No. I may have young people that listen who are going to say, ah, but they said we should fight. No, that is definitely not the option. <laughs> that is definitely not. And that's why I told my kids even growing up, I'm like, you know, if somebody's confused about what you are or what you believe in, stick to what you know. Stick to what you're comfortable with and keep going. Like, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. You don't have to defend yourself to anybody. You know, if they want to know what you are, then get to know you. Yeah. For for who you are. Yes. Not what, not what they want to think you are. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. Thank you so much for taking this spontaneous call. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you are And have welcome. a really good night. You too, Milo. Thank All you. Right. Bye. Tonight I'm talking to friends and, uh, yeah, mostly, yeah, today I know everyone I'm talking to, um, about cruelty, cruel words. And you and I talked a little bit about it and, and you said something interesting. What did you say to me about cruelty or cruel words? So I think probably the cruelest thing anyone has said to me is what they haven't said to me. And by that, I mean, you had someone in your life or someone you had a relationship with and all of a sudden they just stopped talking to you. They just stopped relating with you and you never knew why. Sure. So the cruelty is in the silence. Right. That's yeah. probably the when, worst for me. Silence is the worst for me. You would rather just know. Like, I hey, would just rather know. Yep. Right. Even if what they have to say is going to be hurtful. I don't have to wonder why or what I did that made them not want to be a part of my life anymore. So when you think about this, are you thinking about someone in particular? And I'm not calling that person out or anything. I'm just asking you, do you have that in mind? Uh, not any one person. I probably have had that happen to me three times in my life that I can think of. And was that family or friends? Friends? Mm, let's see. One was a coworker. Um, one was a friend. Um, and I think I've had it happen at different points with family members at different times. It doesn't mean we never talked again. It just right. meant for a period of time. It was quiet. But I think we all do it to some extent. Have you not done that to someone? Have you not just kind of backed away from a friendship or a relationship and just kind of walked away quietly? Um, not that I can ever remember. No. But really because, not once. No, probably because I would never want anyone to do that to me. I will say that my experience has taught me that that thing about me is different than it is with most people. 
because if I say that to somebody else, they might say, yeah, I'd rather not know. I'll just go on with my life and move on to the next thing. I don't need to know. If I wasn't important enough or if our relationship wasn't meaningful enough to take the time, then I can just move on. But my, I guess, personality or the importance of people that I invest my time in building relationships with is important to me. Sure, but we so, can't keep everybody. Like well, you don't have sure. your high school. Let, let's go back. Let's take an example. Like you had a friend when we were younger who was like your best friend. And I know that you no longer talk to that person. Right. But there's not any ambiguous. There's no ambigu- ambiguity in that. That we we both know why that that's occurred. So Oh, it, you did have a Oh, absolutely. So there was no ghosting or not no. talking or disappearing. Uh-uh. You actually said we will not be as close because of A, B, and C. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. But see, for me, that's better. For somebody else, it might not be. So it gets a little interesting. Well, now I guess I'm gonna have to make some phone calls. <laughs> Just remember what I said. Not everybody wants to know. Most people are actually okay with, I'm just going to move on with my life. I don't need to know. That's interesting. So, but going back to the original question, the most cruel thing for you is the things that, is the silence. You would rather have someone say mean things to you than have the silence or or at least just be honest with me in saying I don't really want to go into a lot of detail about whatever but I don't you know I'm not going to be staying in touch with you anymore anything like when I say go silent I mean like I was one minute having a conversation with someone two weeks later reach out to follow up and nothing. And then I'm like, something must be wrong and, you know, reach back out again. And then it gets to the point where you realize like, Oh, they're on purpose, not communicating back with me because that happens. Life happens. People get busy. Something's happening in their life and they can't get back to you. And so then you realize like, they were just having their own life issues and it had nothing to do with you. So there's that, that's different, but this is someone who just stopped communicating. And again, I can think of no reason on the planet that this person would have just stopped talking to me. So so to keep with the theme of how I've been asking and posing the questions to everyone else, when this happens to you at this, I mean, how old were you when this last, the last time this happened? The last time was probably about six years ago, five and a half, six and then, years ago. And can you remember the first time it happened to you? I don't know. The, the other time I can remember specifically was about 10 years ago. So all in your adult life, this has been happening. Yeah. 
And yeah, are you, do you, are you responding differently to the one that was like 10 years ago? I mean, are, is your response the same? Do you just let it go or do you keep trying to get in touch with this person? No. Um, I, um, I, I did what I felt like I could do to let the person know, like, you know, I still was the same friend that I had been to this person for the previous whatever, five years. And, you know, again, just, just didn't, just didn't hear anything back. My presumption and assumption is that they were told something or someone, you know, that got upset with me or didn't like something I did told them something and they chose to just distance themselves. That's my guess. But the fact of the matter is I don't know. Right. And that's the kind of crux for you. That's the cruelty is that you don't get to know. Right. But I have learned how to move past it and not dwell on it, which isn't something that I would say I did as well 10 or 15 years ago. More than anything, I think the takeaway from you is that silence is also cruel. And uh, so now you've learned to be a really good communicator then. Some would probably say I'm an over communicator. (laughs) So I try to reel it in every once in a while. Well, I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. As someone who talks all the time, I don't think that's a bad thing. That'd be me. I'm the one who talks. (laughs) All right. I hope your finger heals. Thank you. You're welcome. And did you win or did I win? You know, it was across the board, really. I mean, some people, mm-hmm. it, it was also about age, right? At what age did the was the comment made? Uh, like my friend yes. who was insulted at age seven still remembers it to this day. Oh but my goodness. How, yeah, it's heartbreaking actually because seven years old, right. a little girl says that he's ugly and he still at 51 still can remember that. And that wow. really tore at me a bit, which is kind of yeah. how this whole thing started was with a conversation with him. But- I do feel that uh, I was surprised at how many people stood up uh, for themselves, but also like you did, but also um, as we get older, we respond differently. Sure. So absolutely, you know, where you may not have said anything in the moment, but later, you know, if it comes up again, um, you know, it, it has changed as we change our reactions to it change. Right. And if you're, if you're a child and an adult has told you that, you're not going to stand up to the adult generally. Correct, which is what yeah. happened in one of the conversations. Yeah, right. So exactly. I don't want to blow it for you because I'm sure you're going to want to listen to all of them. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but thanks for kicking this off and sure. and uh, being a part of my, my little small podcast. Sure. I'm, I'm at your disposal whenever you want. All right. We'll do it again. <laughs> okay. Thanks. thanks. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. You can find me at Facebook at Milo Talks, and also you can email me at MiloTalksToStrangers at gmail.com. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.